Hello and thank you for logging on to the Memory Gauge, your new favourite Digimon card game podcast. I'm your host, Connor, and today, finally, after a bit of a delay, is part two of our Battle of Omni set review. Today, we'll be taking a look at all the new green, black, purple and white cards in the new set. But first, a few announcements. Firstly, we are now on Discord, so if you are looking for a place to easily reach me, to chat to other listeners and passionate Digimon players, to get some help with a new deck, or just to find some webcam games, the Memory Gauge Discord is the place for you. Not only is it a great place to chat to people from around the world about all things Digimon, but also it's a great place to find me, and in the future I'm hoping to do a lot more live streams where I play games against you listeners and that will all be happening on the Discord so be sure to check it out. There will be a link in the show notes of this and every future episode for you to find it. Please go and check it out. And finally on Saturday August 13th at 10am AEST or Friday August 12th at 8pm EST. I will be hosting another Booster Box opening live stream to celebrate the release of the new set. We are opening up a box of Battle of Omni boosters, as is tradition now. And as always, I'll be giving away the contents of one randomly chosen booster pack that we open on stream to one lucky viewer. There are some really great cards in the new set, some really awesome stuff. So make sure to tune in to twitch.tv slash Connor EFMG for your chance to win. We always have a great time at our set release live streams. It's always really fun talking about the pools with you and sharing the joy of opening packs with all of you, as well as, of course, talking everything Digimon. And there will also be a special announcement happening during the live stream that's all about a cool upcoming event for you listeners. And so all of the stream info will be in the show notes if you want to be there for that announcement or for any of the other fun things we're going to be doing. Friday, August 12th, 8pm EST or Saturday, August 13th, 10am AEDT for my Australian friends. Hope to see you all there. Now for our main topic, and last week in part one of our Battle of Omni set review, I talked about all the new red, blue, and yellow cards in this new set. Also, I gave an overview of all of the new mechanics that we're getting in this awesome new set, and we've got a lot to get through today, so I am not going to be repeating all of that information here. If you want all the information about the new mechanics, you need to make sure to go back and listen to part one of our Battle of Omni set review. A reminder before we begin that my opinions on these cards are just that, they're opinions. You may love a card that I don't like, or you may hate a card that I absolutely love, and that is okay, because having differing opinions is part of what makes any card game fun. If we all thought the same way, then we would all be playing the same deck, we'd be playing the same cards, and that would get really old really fast. I can only interpret these cards through my own preferences and biases, and naturally they're not going to be the same as yours. But it's okay to disagree. Finally, I'm not going to be talking about every single card in the set because there's just too many. So I'm only going to be talking about the cards that I think are the most impactful or interesting. So I'm really sorry if I skip over your favorite new card. There's just not enough time because they've packed so much that is awesome into this set. 
Alrighty, let's get into it, starting with Green. Now, Green in BT5 is getting a lot more support for the digi-burst strategy that was introduced in Great Legend. And Green is also getting a bit more controlling in this set. It's got more effects that stop your opponent's Digimon from attacking. Green is a fairly strong colour to build around for Battle of Omni, especially with one of the level 6s that we're going to be talking about today. But we're going to start with Green's new Digitama card, Yokomon. Now, Yokomon has your turn. When this card is trashed, due to activating this Digimon's Digiburst, one of your Digimon gets plus 2000 DP for the turn. Now, plus 2000 DP is a significant boost, and being able to get it at will when you want it thanks to Digiburst is quite nice. Now, this Yokomon fits in well with Green's Digiburst strategies in BT5. If your plan is to use Digiburst effects for value, Yokomon is a really good pick for your Digi-Egg deck. Moving on to Green's new level 3s, first we have Terriamon Assistant. Now Terriamon Assistant costs 3 to play, it has 1000 DP, and he has main, Digiburst 1, reveal the top card of your deck. Add it to your hand if it's a green Digimon card, otherwise place it at the bottom of your deck. Now this is the same effect that we've kind of seen on the Tentomon from the recent green starter deck, except Tentomon's effect is happening on play, while Terriamon's effect is a Digiburst effect you can activate at will during your main phase. This is an interesting study in how changing one part of an effect, in this case the effect timing, can totally change a card. Tentomon's effect happens much faster. You play it from your hand, and it activates. Terriamon's effect is slower, because you need to digivolve it in your breeding area so that it has a digivolution card to trash, then you need to move it out onto the field. So it takes two turns as opposed to Tentomon's one turn. But it is cheaper memory-wise, so I think this pairs well with the Yokomon that we just talked about as well. Yokomon's DP boost can target any of your Digimon, so Terriamon Assistant is a quick and easy way to access that boost at will. You don't need to build up to a Digimon with Digiburst, Terriamon has it right there. In a dedicated Digiburst deck, you may want Terriamon Assistant as your card draw, but I think for the most part, most decks will prefer the speed of Tentomon, but it does really depend on the deck. So keep Terriamon Assistant in mind when you're building green. Next, we have a new Palmon, and Palmon here costs 3 to play, has 2000 DP, and has a pretty interesting effect. Palmon has on deletion, place one Palmon from your trash under one of your green Digimon at the bottom of its Digivolution cards. Now, the first thing to note about this card is it's always going to have a valid Palmon target, because by the time the effect triggers, this Palmon is in your trash, so it can always put itself between beneath one of your green Digimon. This is a useful way to kind of recharge your Digiburst Digimon. You swing in for chip damage with Palmon, it gets deleted, and then you can place it beneath one of your Digimon with Digiburst to activate that Digiburst effect again with new Digivolution cards. It's an interesting way to keep reusing these Digiburst effects. I picture kind of a rookie focus strategy where you're teaming this Palmon with Terriamon Assistant, you attack for damage with Palmon, recharge your Terriamon Assistant, draw more Digimon cards, keep going like that. But this effect doesn't have to target this Palmon necessarily, so to get a full picture of how good the card is, I took a look at all of the Palmon cards currently released using digimoncard.dev, which is a great resource. And the obvious choice here, I think, to pair this new Palmon with is Palmon P032, which is a promo Palmon from the last set that has an inheritable effect. It reads, your turn when this card is trashed. Due to activating this Digimon's Digiburst, one of your Digimon gains jamming. So with the promo Palmon, this new BT5 Palmon, and a Digiburst Digimon, you can keep reusing the promo Palmon and giving your Digimon jamming, which is excellent. This is a cool new card, and I think you can really do some fun stuff with it. 
onto the level fours now. And first we have Kiwimon. Kiwimon costs four to play, so pretty cheap for a level four. Two to Digivolve, has 4,000 TP, and has on play. Reveal three cards from the top of your deck. Add all Digimon cards with Digisorption among them to your hand. Place the remaining cards at the bottom of your deck in any order. Kiwimon has the potential to draw you up to three cards for just four memory, which is a pretty good rate. Of course, that's not very likely, but in the right deck, I think drawing one or two cards off of Kiwimon isn't unreasonable. It is a lot of memory to spend in green, but ideally Kiwimon will help you set up for your following turns, both by being a level four, so that you can get straight to your level five on your next turn, and by fetching your Digisorption cards, because that allows you to rapidly Digivolve up your chains. I like Kiwimon in a dedicated Digisorption deck, but only in that deck. If you don't have a mass of Digisorption cards, Kiwimon won't hit often enough to be worthwhile, and that two-cost Digivolution hurts the card as well. Green is the colour of cheap Digivolution, so paying two for a level four is actually fairly expensive for that colour. Sorry, Kiwimon. Next up, we have Weedmon. Weedmon costs four to play, one to Digivolve, that's better, has 3000 DP, and has an inheritable effect that reads your turn. When this card is trashed, due to activating this Digimon's Digiburst, gain one memory. Now this is a fantastic include in any Digiburst deck. It's a cheap Digivolution, and getting a memory back when you Digiburst can be huge. If you're playing this card and you're in green, and one memory in green can go a long way. If you're hoping to build a Digiburst deck, I think you're really going to want to include Weedmon. On to the level 5s now, and we're going to talk about the only non-vanilla level 5 that green is getting in this set, Deramon. Now, Deramon costs 7 to play, 3 to Digivolve, and for a green level 5, that's kind of on the expensive side, has 7,000 DP, and has an effect which reads your turn for each other suspended Digimon you have in play, this Digimon gets plus 2,000 DP. Now... I am not a fan of Deramon. In the right deck, I think it can get quite large, but when you have no other effects on it, it's just a big beater, and green already has plenty of those. And 3 to Digivolve is kind of too expensive in green, especially for an effect that's lackluster like this one. I like the Digimon Deramon, but unfortunately, I just don't like the card. Moving on to the level 6s now, and first we have Bancho Lilimon. Bancho Lilimon costs 11 to play, 3 to Digivolve, has 11,000 DP, and has on deletion return one of your opponent's suspended Digimon to the bottom of its owner's deck. Trash all of the Digivolution cards of that Digimon. Now I like Bancho Lilimon in limited, so in draft or sealed, as a top end attacker. You can keep attacking, and your opponent's going to be hesitant to delete Bancho Lilimon because of the risk of losing one of their own Digimon. I think in regular play though, Bancho Lilimon doesn't quite do enough. She might be a good one-of, but with no real way to have control over when Bancho Lilimon gets deleted, its removal effect just isn't consistent enough for my liking. Next we have probably the best of Green's new Digimon in BT5, Rufflegemon. Rufflegemon costs 12 to play, 3 to Digivolve from a level 5, 1 to Digivolve from another level 6. It has 11,000 DP, it has two main effects, and it has a really confusing name to pronounce, so apologies if I'm getting it wrong. First, Rufflegemon has main Digiburst 2. All of your Digimon get plus 2,000 DP for the turn. Now, we've already mentioned plus 2,000 DP is a huge boost, especially when it's applied to all of your Digimon. Not only that, but as a level 6, Rufflegemon will almost certainly have the Digivolution cards it needs to activate this effect twice in a turn, giving your whole board an enormous plus 4,000 DP boost. 
Finally, Rafflesiamon also has your turn once per turn. When one of your Digimon activates Digiburst, one of your opponent's Digimon can't attack or block until the end of your opponent's next turn. Now, this is a great versatile effect. You can freeze an opponent's blocker in place, which allows you to attack for the win, or you can attack defensively, act defensively, and buy yourself another turn, stopping your opponent's win condition from swinging in and taking you out. Uh, this effect activates from Rafflesiamon's own Digiburst effect as well, so it should be easy to get access to this effect. I'm a big fan of Rafflesiamon being able to Digivolve from a level 6 for just one. I think it can give it extra Digivolution cards as fodder for its Digiburst effect, which is really cool. You can Digivolve into one of your other level 6s, and then you don't have to worry that you've lost access to Rafflesiamon's ability until you build up another stack, like you have to do in some decks that use level 6s with Digivolving effects that you want to be using. This is a powerful card and you can use it to build a really cool green control deck that really makes it difficult for your opponent to attack you. Next we have Rosemon. Rosemon costs 12 to play, 3 to Digivolve, has 11,000 DP and has main, Digiburst 3. All of your Digimon with Digiburst gain security attack plus 1 for the turn. So this is a really great support card for a Digiburst strategy. Since green can Digivolve for so cheap, it's easy in green to have multiple high level Digimon in play. And if your high level Digimon have Digiburst, that means that Rosemon can give them all security attack plus 1, which is a huge swing sometimes. When you pair this up with Rafflesiamon, you'll frequently be ending games with that combo. Rafflesiamon makes your Digimon huge, Rosemon gives them security attack plus one. This is a really fun card, and I wouldn't sleep on it in Sealed and Draft either, because if you Digivolve into it with enough Digivolution cards, it is, at its absolute worst, an 11,000 DP attacker with security attack plus one on at least one turn, and that can be pretty good. And the final Digimon for green that we're looking at today is Argomon. Now, Argomon costs 13 to play, 4 to Digivolve, has 11,000 DP, and has Digisorption minus 2. So you can suspend a Digimon when you Digivolve into Argomon to reduce the cost by 2. And it also has two additional effects. First, it has when Digivolving, suspend all of your opponent's Tamers. That doesn't seem like too big a deal until you get to the second effect, which is all turns, your opponent's Tamers don't unsuspend. That's right, it suspends your opponent's tamers and then keeps them suspended. There are certain decks that get wrecked by this Argomon. All four Speedramon and Shine Greymon come to mind because they want to tap, sorry, suspend their tamers for value. And they can't do that if they're already suspended and don't unsuspend. But there are also multiple tamers in this new set that need to suspend to activate their effects and Argomon shuts them off completely while it's on the board. You won't want to play Argomon as a 4 of, I think, but if you find that your meta has a lot of tamer abuse, a lot of really powerful tamers being used, this can be one way to finally affect what has been, up until BT5, a card type that is very hard to interact with, so it's very cool to start seeing effects like this. Moving on to the new green option cards now, and first we have Royal Nuts. Now, Royal Nuts costs 1 to play and reads main. Reveal 5 cards from the top of your deck. Add one Digimon card with Digisorption among them to your hand. Place the remaining cards at the bottom of your deck in any order. Five cards is a lot to look at, and if you've built your deck with plenty of Digisorption, it's very likely that you will get at least one target. At one memory, you can always play Royal Nuts on your turn. One memory draw, one relevant Digimon is really powerful. So I would expect to see this card played a lot in Digisorption decks, because you get a lot for one memory when you get a hit off this. 
Next, we have You Can't Actually Fly. This card costs three to play and says main. Suspend one of your opponent's Digimon. Then if your opponent has a level seven Digimon in play, trash the top card of their security. Now, I don't mind this card, especially in the BT5 meta where level threes are becoming more common. I just think that too often it's going to be just a slightly more expensive needle spray that doesn't actually activate from your security. Trashing a security is interesting, but I don't think it's good enough to make this playable. But... I'm happy to be wrong, and if you like this card and you find a place for it in your deck, I would love to hear about it, because I want to make it work, I just don't see how. The last green option card we'll talk about today is possibly Whistlin, possibly Weisselin, or as I like to call it, Visselin. I've heard it pronounced many different ways, I'm going to go with the one that makes the most sense to me as a German speaker. Visselin costs 6 to play and has main. Up to 2 of your opponent's Digimon can't attack or block until the end of your opponent's next turn. Then if you have a Digimon with Digiburst in play, gain 2 memory. Now Visselin, it's fun to say, Visselin's security effect essentially activates its main effect as well, so we'll just keep that in mind when evaluating the card. Same effect either from your hand or from security. In the right deck, Visselin will frequently cost just 4 to play from your hand, which is a great rate for what's going to be, in a lot of situations, essentially a Puppetmon, and Puppetmon costs 11 to play. Visselin is also a fantastic defensive card, stopping your opponent's attacks and, quite often, giving you control of the turn out of nowhere. I think this is a really powerful card, and we're going to see it a lot as at least a one-off in some green decks. Our last card in green for the day is a new tamer card, Izzy Azumi and Mimi Tachikawa, or Izzy and Mimi. Izzy and Mimi costs 4 to play and has start of your turn. If your opponent has a suspended Digimon in play, gain 2 memory. It also has your turn. When you attack with a level 5 green Digimon, you may suspend this tamer to reveal 3 cards from the top of your deck. You may Digivolve 2 green level... You may Digivolve a green level 6 Digimon card among them onto the attacking Digimon without paying its memory cost. Place the remaining cards at the bottom of your deck in any order. This turns any of your level 5s into a Yagamon, which is from all the way back in Special Boost Division 1.0. I think this is a really zany fun effect. I don't know if it's going to be consistent enough to warrant inclusion in most decks. The memory gaining effect though is consistent enough that you may include this as a one-off just for that effect alone to get more memory at the start of your turn, I don't know. This is one I'm a bit confused about. Personally, I think it's too sort of meme pun not intended, but again, I'm very happy to be wrong. Moving on now to Black. In BT5, Black is all about Diaboramon. It gets a lot more support pieces for the Diaboramon strategy, including a new Tamer card and plenty of new Digimon. Black also gets a little more support for a reboot strategy, but what I know we're all waiting to hear about is that Diaboramon stuff because he's so popular, so let's get into it. First up, we have Black's new Digitama card, Sumamon. Sumamon says when attacking once per turn, if this Digimon has unidentified in its type, trigger draw plus one. Now naturally this is a fantastic Digi-Egg for the Diaboramon deck because all of Diaboramon's Digivolution line have unidentified in their type. So you're going to be drawing off of very nearly every attack that you make when you're using Sumamon. It's nice to see Black getting some draw power even if it is for a narrow strategy. 
Next up, we have Black's new level 3s, starting with Keramon. Now, Keramon costs 3 to play, has 2,000 DP, and has an effect which reads, On play, reveal 5 cards from the top of your deck. Add 1 Digimon card with unidentified in its type, and 1 Arata Sonata card among them to your hand. Place the remaining cards at the bottom of your deck in any order. All the Diaboromon support Digimon have unidentified in their type, as we said, so Keramon is a great search and draw effect in that deck. And it's also great that it can potentially draw you two cards. Arata Sonata, which we'll talk about later, is a great new Tamer card that supports the Diaboromon strategy, and you'll likely be playing multiple copies, so the chance that you'll draw two cards off of this is reasonably likely, which is really, really nice. Next we have Monitormon. Monitormon costs 3 to play, has 2000 DP, and has 2 effects. First, it has on play. Look at the top card of your deck. That's it. You don't get to manipulate the card, but sometimes just knowing what the next card in your deck is going to be is good information, particularly for effects that ask you to find cards from the top of your deck, because you already know whether it's on top or not. Monitormon's second ability reads, On Deletion, reveal three cards from the top of your deck. You may play one Monitormon among them without paying its memory cost. Place the remaining cards at the bottom of your deck in any order. Now this is a really specific ability, only letting you grab Monitormon, no other card. Unfortunately, we've only got one Monitormon card so far, so this ability is very often going to miss, because you'll only have three possible chances in your whole deck. Because remember, one of them has just been deleted. But if it does hit, you get to activate Monitormon's on play effect and then you look at the next card on top of your deck so you get more information. This is a really strange little card and I don't think it's any good yet. Emphasis on the yet. This feels like a card to watch for the future when they print more Monitormon if they do. The effect is just broad enough that there might be some niche use for this in sets to come. Looking at the top card of your deck. Could work somewhere? Can't wait to see. Next we have Commandramon. Commandramon costs 4 to play, has 2000 DP, and has Blocker. And while Black is happy to see another level 3 Blocker, Commandramon's main use of course will be in D-Brigade decks. Those decks want to play many Commandramon. They have lots of effects to play Commandramon for free, to look for Commandramon, etc. Now we have another one to add to the list. Your effects that play Commandramon for free are now going to be able to play Blockers, which seems really decent. It's a nice little add to the whole D-Brigade strategy, just makes it that much more consistent. On to the new level 4s now, and first we have Mechanorimon. Now Mechanorimon costs 4 to play, which is cheap for a level 4, as we've said. 2 to Digivolve has 6000 DP and has 3 effects. First up, it has Blocker. A 6000 DP Blocker is very fairly strong, and being able to drop it for just 4 memory is really nice. Second, it has Your Turn. This Digimon can't attack. Not being able to attack at all is a downside, because I can't tell you how many games I've ended with a timely blocker attack, but it's a fair payoff for the price and the power. Mechanorimon's last effect is the most interesting part. It reads, Opponent's turn. When this Digimon deletes an opponent's Digimon and survives, unsuspend it. So Mechanorimon can block multiple Digimon a turn, and this isn't a once per turn effect, so your opponent can't just go around it. It unsuspends any time it blocks and deletes an opponent's Digimon and survives. This one Digimon stops a Rookie Rush strategy in its tracks until it gets removed. Needless to say, Mechanorimon is also quite annoying in Sealed and Draft, and even in regular play, it's a serious roadblock for your opponent. It makes it that much harder to get in for chip damage. It's a really, really solid blocker. 
and Black is very happy to have this card. Next up, Kurisarimon. Kurisarimon costs 5 to play, 2 to Digivolve, has 4000 DP and has both a main and an inheritable effect. Kurisarimon is the level 4 for the Dearboramon line and as such, it's got unidentified in its type. So our Keramon from before can fetch it from the top of your deck. Its main effect reads, when Digivolving, if you don't have an Arata Sonata card in play, you may play one from your hand without paying its memory cost. Now I like this effect a lot. So often we've got to choose between playing our Tamers or moving further along in our Digivolution chains, but with Kurisarimon we can have our cake and eat it too. Kurisarimon's inheritable effect reads, your turn, all of your other Digimon with the same name as this Digimon gain Rush. Now this effect seems just okay until you remember that Diaboromon's primary mechanic is making token copies of itself, which are also called Diaboromon. So with Kurisarimon in your Diaboromon's Digivolution cards, all of those copies are coming in with Rush. So this is a really solid include for the Diaboromon strategy. Next, we have Black Galgamon. Black Galgamon costs 5 to play, 2 to Digivolve, has 5000 DP, and has an inheritable that reads your turn. While this Digimon has reboot, it gains jamming. This is a great inheritable effect. It can do a lot of work in a deck that's set up to take advantage of it. Giving your reboot Digimon jamming all but ensures that they will survive to your next turn to attack again. They can't be deleted by security battles and they'll unsuspend before your opponent gets a chance to attack them. Now this works really well with the Metal Greymon from Booster 1.0 which is a level 5 that naturally has reboot. Getting to attack with jamming at level 5 in a black deck is great for your tempo, and then your Digimon is likely to survive to Digivolve even further. Our last black level 5 is Shademon. Shademon costs 6 to play, has 5000 DP, and it has multiple effects. Shademon has blocker and your turn, this Digimon can't attack. Now compared to Mechanorimon from earlier, this doesn't seem that good. It's more expensive, and it's weaker. But Shademon has one more effect a security effect. Shademon has security. At the end of the battle, play this card without paying its memory cost. This can really throw off your opponent's tempo, since Shademon will come out after the security check that reveals it even if it loses the security battle, so you're always going to get it out. Having an unexpected blocker turn up mid-attack can really throw off your opponent's attack math. This is a strange card, but it's strange in a way that I really like. Maybe there's a black inclusive security deck in here somewhere, I don't know. It's cool. On to level 5 now, and first we have Infamon. Infamon is Diaboromon's level 5, so it has unidentified its type, so it can be fetched by Keramon. Infamon costs 7 to play, 3 to Digivolve, has 6000 DP, and has your Keramon can Digivolve into this card for a cost of 4, ignoring this card's Digivolution requirements. So your Keramon can skip straight to level 5. It's expensive to do so, but sometimes just getting to level 5 a turn earlier than you otherwise would can be enough to really get your strategy rolling quickly. Infamon also has an inheritable effect which reads, on deletion, you may play one Diaboromon token without paying its memory cost. Diaboromon tokens are level 6 white Digimon with a memory cost of 14, 3000 DP and are mega form, unidentified type and unknown attribute. So Infamon can also act as something of an insurance policy, making it so even if you lose your Diaboromon above it, you at least end up with a token. And just having a body on board can be enough. Next we have Black Mac Galgamon. Black Mac Galgamon costs 8 to play, 3 to Digivolve, has 7000 DP, and has Reboot. Now this works well with Black Galgamon from earlier. You Digivolve this on top of Black Galgamon to have a level 5 with Reboot and Jamming. 
Black Mac Galgamon also has an inheritable effect which reads your turn while this Digimon has reboot, it gets plus 2000 DP. So this is a nice power boost for a reboot focused black deck. I've already added this to my Black War Greymon deck from BT4 and I think it makes a great addition. This is a solid card. It's not setting on the, w the world on fire but it's definitely got its place and it is playable. Moving on to the level 6s now and I am making an executive decision. We are starting with Diaboramon. Even though Diaboramon itself is not black, it's actually a white card. But we just talked about all of its support cards and it feels bizarre to wait to talk about Diaboramon itself until almost the end of the episode, so we're going to talk about it now. Diaboramon is a white level 6 with a play cost of 11, a Digivolution cost of 3 from a black level 5, and 11,000 DP. It also has when Digivolving, you may play one Diaboramon token without paying its memory cost. So Diaboramon comes out and immediately creates a copy of itself, which is nice. Diaboramon's support cards often care about having a Digimon with the same name as itself in play, so getting those effects immediately when you Digivolve into Diaboramon is really nice. This might be the weakest of the three Diaboramon cards we currently have, but if it is, it's not by much. It's a solid effect, and it's a reasonable top end for a Diaboramon strategy. Moving on to some Digimon that actually are black, we have Black War Greymon. Now, Black War Greymon costs 11 to play, 4 to Digivolve, has 11,000 DP, and it has Security Attack plus 1 and Reboot. Finally, a Black War Greymon with Reboot for my Black War Greymon deck. I'm very excited to see this card. Now, there's multiple black cards that give your Digimon various effects and bonuses so long as it has Reboot. Greymon and Black Galgamon give it jamming. Black Mac Galgamon gives it a power boost. Metal Greymon gives it security attack plus one. This is a nice top end for a deck built around a Reboot strategy. And you don't need any other effects to give this card Reboot, and naturally having security attack plus one means it's really powerful. The only downside is that four cost to Digivolve, which is quite expensive, especially since Black doesn't really have many ways to gain memory. Even so, I think this is a great top end for your Reboot strategy. Now the final Black Digimon card that we're going to talk about today is Metal Garurumon. Now Metal Garurumon costs 11 to play, 3 to Digivolve, it has 11,000 DP, and has Reboot and when Digivolving, Digiburst 2. Delete one of your opponent's Digimon with a play cost of 6 or less. If no Digimon was deleted by this effect, trash the top card of your opponent's security stack. Now this is a really interesting effect and I like the built-in safety net. Sometimes you need to digivolve into your level 6 even if you don't have a valid target for its when digivolving ability and it's nice to know that you have multiple options when digivolving into Metal Garurumon without a valid target. You can elect not to digiburst or you can take out a security card. I'm not sure if Metal Garurumon can lead a deck, it feels a bit too specific for that but it certainly is interesting and I would like to see a build for it. On to the new option cards now, and first is a blazing storm of metal. Has an exclamation point, so you've got to be grand when you say it. A blazing storm of metal costs one to play, and you always need to keep an eye on these cards and effects that cost one, because the nature of the game means you've always got the option to play a one-cost card or effect, so keep that in mind. And its main effect reads, until the end of your opponent's next turn, all of your Digimon with Reboot get plus 1000 DP and Blocker. Reboot and Blocker is a great combination. You get your attacks in, but you still have your Blocker unsuspended on your opponent's turn, ready to defend. And that extra power boost can come in handy. I also like the security effect of this card, which reads your opponent's Digimon can't attack players for the turn. Then, 
add this card to your hand. So not only do you get the card to your hand, but it also has an effect. It stops your opponent's attack. This is a really powerful defensive card in the right deck. I think this card does well in a reboot heavy strategy, but you probably don't want to squeeze it in anywhere else where it's going to be dead in your hand. Next up, Catastrophe Cannon. This option card costs four and has main trigger D Digivolve 2 on one of your opponent's Digimon. Then, if you have a Diaboramon in play, you may play one Diaboramon token without paying its memory cost. And then this card's security effect activates its main effect. So not only do you depower an opponent's Digimon by two stages, which can be a significant blow to the tempo, even if it doesn't outright remove a threat, but if you have a Diaboramon in play, which remember includes the tokens, then you create another token, furthering your strategy. So this is a definite include in the Diaboramon deck at at least one copy. I think this card does a lot. Next, we have Ultimate Flare. Now, Ultimate Flare costs 8 to play and has main. Trigger D-Digivolve 3 on one of your opponent's Digimon. Then delete all of your opponent's Digimon with play costs of 3 or less. I think this is a really interestingly designed card. At D-Digivolve 3, any level 5 or lower Digimon without extra Digivolution cards is going to be knocked back down to level 3. In fact, even any level 6 or lower Digimon is going to get down, knocked down to level 3. Then, because most level 3s cost 2 or 3 memory, they will likely be deleted, along with any other Digimon your opponent has with that play cost of 3 or less. So the card very nearly says, delete one of your opponent's Digimon of level 6 or less. But it says it with Black's mechanics instead, with just enough corner cases that it's not quite the same effect. I think this card is okay, I would definitely take it if you keep running up against Rookie Rush, for example. But mainly, I like the way it's designed, it just feels really clever to me, so it's a fun card. Now the final black card we're going to talk about today is Arata Sonata. Arata Sonata costs 3 to play and has two effects. First, he has start of your turn. If a Digimon card with unidentified in its type is in your trash, gain 1 memory. Now this incentivizes you to attack early with Keramon to maximize the amount of memory that Arata gives you over a game. And once you get multiple copies out, you get a huge amount of memory every turn. Because they stack. Arata Sonata's second effect reads, your turn. When one of your Digimon Digivolves into Diaboramon, you may suspend this tamer to play one Diaboramon token without paying its memory cost. Now this is a great way to start getting multiple Diaboramon tokens onto the field, especially when you have multiple copies. I think Arata Sonata may be the best new addition to the Diaboramon strategy, finally giving it a good tamer to include in that deck. Moving on now to purple. Purple in BT5 probably has the least cohesive overall strategy of all the colours, but that's not to say that it's not powerful. It's definitely got some very strong decks you can build. Purple gets some more ways to take advantage of your own Digimon being deleted and to bring your Digimon back from the trash. And purple gets some really strong cards in this set, and I'm really excited to talk about them. So first up, purple's new Digi-Egg, Gigimon or Gigimon. Never really sure. Gigimon has your turn once per turn. When one of your other Digimon is deleted, this Digimon gets plus 2000 DP for the turn. This is an interesting card. It can do a bit of work. 2000 DP is nice, and purple deletes its own Digimon often anyway. But purple has also not historically worried about building up one large Digimon. So Gigimon gives purple a different way to play, while keeping true to what purple wants to be doing, which is really nice. 
Moving to the level 3s, first is Gilmon. Now, Gilmon costs 3 to play and has 2000 DP and has On Deletion. If this card was deleted by an effect, gain 1 memory. A quick note about this card, if an effect reduces its DP to 0, it is deleted, but its effect doesn't activate, you don't get the memory, because it's not the effect that deletes it, but a game mechanic. Gilmon is a really strong addition to purple. Purple has plenty of card effects that delete its own Digimon, and any of those effects targeted at Gilmon will also net you an extra memory. That extra memory can be a great help and it can lead to really strong plays. When you're looking for level 3s to include in your purple deck whose primary purpose are going to be deletion fodder, I would definitely consider Gilmon. Next, we have Fake Argumon Expert. Now, Fake Argumon Expert costs 3 to play, has 1000 DP, and has On Deletion. You may return one level 3 Digimon card with an On Deletion effect other than Fake Argumon Expert from your trash to your hand. Fake Argumon Expert lets you get extra bang for your buck by giving you a relatively easy way to bring back your level 3s, even if you're just attacking with it for chip damage and letting it get deleted in a security battle. It can't return itself, so you won't always have a target, but you're playing purple. It's not out of the question that most, if not all, of your level 3s have on deletion effects. The whole loop is a little slow because it doesn't return the card to play, just to your hand, and it can't bring itself back, so you can only really do it the once. But it's certainly fun, and if you can find a way to make it work well, you'll feel very clever. Now we come to the level 4s, and first up is the exceedingly creepy looking Troopmon. Troopmon costs 4 to play, 2 to Digivolve, has 3000 DP, and has On Deletion. You may play 1 Troopmon from your hand without paying its memory cost. Now this is a strange card, replacing itself, very cool effect, although the Digimon itself is only 3000 DP, nothing to write home about. But as long as you have a Troopmon in your hand, you can use your effects, delete your own Digimon over and over again, knowing that you'll replace it with another body that you can then delete again. I like this better than something like Monitormon from Black, which fetches another Digimon of the same name off the top of your deck, because replacing with a Digimon from your hand means you know whether you have a Troopmon to put into play, so you've got a lot more control over the effect. It's a really odd, really fun, so creepy looking card. <laughs> Next up we have Black Growlmon. Black Growlmon costs 5 to play, 2 to Digivolve, has 4000 DP, and has an inheritable effect that reads your turn once per turn. When one of your other Digimon is deleted, this Digimon gains security attack plus one. Similar to Gigimon, this gives the Digimon above it a boost when one of your other Digimon is deleted. Security attack plus one is kind of hard to come by in purple, and this is a really easy way to get access to the effect. If you're looking to hit hard, Black Growlmon can do that for you. And you don't even need to do much to get access to the effect, even if you just attack for chip damage with a rookie, that's often enough. I like this card overall. Moving to level 5s now, and first up is Jokomon. Jokomon costs 7 to play, 3 to Digivolve, has 7000 DP. Jokomon also has On Deletion. You may play one level 3 purple Digimon card from your trash without paying its memory cost. Any on play Digimon, or any on play effects on Digimon played with this effect do not activate. This card is okay. I'm sure there's some cool combos you can do with it, but 7 memory to play 3 to Digivolve, I think it's a bit too expensive overall. There's definitely better effects in purple for playing level 3s in my opinion, but if I'm missing some kind of really cool loopy combo, please do let me know because I just this is one of those cards that I look at and I just feel like I'm not clever enough to figure out the really cool thing it can obviously do. Speaking of, next we have Black 
War Graumon. Black War Graumon costs 8 to play, 3 to Digivolve, has 7000 DP and has main Digiverse 3. You may play one level 3 purple Digimon card from your trash without paying its memory cost. Any on-play effects on Digimon played with this effect don't activate. This is a great Digiburst effect. It's great to be able to bring back a purple level 3 when you need it. Digiburst at a main timing gives you huge control over when you activate your effects. Not to mention, this is great even if you don't have level 3s in your trash because by Digibursting, you will trash a level 3 from beneath Blackwall Graumon, which you can then bring back with its own effect. Blackwall Graumon's security effect reads, when attacking once per turn, you may delete one of your other Digimon to unsuspend this Digimon. Now this is an excellent effect, letting you really get a lot of attacks in with your big Digimon, and you'll likely be deleting something that gives you another effect as well. Blackwall Graumon is an excellent addition to purple. Now on to the level 6s, and first we have Chaos Gallantmon. Chaos Gallantmon costs 12 to play, 4 to Digivolve, has 12,000 DP, and has two effects. First, it has when Digivolving, you may delete one of your other Digimon to delete one of your opponent's level 5 or lower Digimon. Now my friend has built a purple deck for BT5, and Chaos Gallantmon has taken me out more times than I care to count, mostly because of this effect. It's just such a quick and effective way to delete an opponent's level 5, especially if you can race and beat them up to level 6, and you can really set them back while activating an on-deletion effect on one of your Digimon. Then Chaos Gallantmon's second effect reads, your turn, once per turn, when one of your other Digimon is deleted, you may play one level 3 purple Digimon card from your trash without paying its memory cost. Any on-play effects on Digimon played with this effect don't activate. Of course, this works very well with Chaos Gallantmon's first effect, letting you immediately bring back the Digimon that you delete with it. But even on subsequent turns, getting a Digimon back when one of your Digimon is deleted is very powerful, making it quite hard for your opponent to affect your board in any meaningful way. This is an excellent top-level card for purple decks, and it's one of the cards that I'm most keen to build around for BT5. Next we have Tactimon, a very interesting card. Tactimon costs 12 to play, 3 to Digivolve, has 11,000 DP and has an effect that reads when attacking, activate one of the effects below. If you have no other Digimon in play, activate all of the effects below instead. Gain one memory, this Digimon gets plus 2,000 DP for the turn, delete up to three of your opponent's level 3 Digimon. So when attacking with Tactimon you get one of those effects. You either add a memory, you power up Tactimon, or you basically wipe your opponent's board of level 3s. But if Tactimon is your only Digimon then you get all of those effects and it becomes way better. Tactimon rewards you for committing to it or otherwise for deleting your other Digimon for value. And this can also be a great response to losing your other big Digimon making the most of an empty board. We haven't seen too many effects like this that are modular, meaning you choose what happens, which makes this a very cool card in my opinion. Finally, we have Megidramon. Megidramon costs 12 to play, 3 to Digivolve from either a purple or a red level 5, has 11,000 DP, and has two effects. First, Megidramon has, when Digivolving, both players trash the top five cards of their decks. It also has On Deletion. If you have a Tamer in play, you may play one level six Digimon card with Gallantmon in its name from your hand or trash without paying its memory cost. Now this card is all right, but I mostly wanted to point it out because with the upcoming Gallantmon starter deck that will eventually come into English, this card is going to be really good down the line in a red-purple Gallantmon deck. So I just wanted you to keep an eye on Megidramon. It's one of those cards that only okay now, but once we get more support, i.e. more Gallantmon, it's going to become quite good. 
Moving on to our new purple option cards now, first we have Demonic Disaster, one memory, and its main effect reads you may delete one of your Digimon to unsuspend one of your purple Digimon. So with this card you can either chain some big attacks, getting multiple attacks from one of your big Digimon, or give one of your opponent virtual one of your Digimon Virtual Reboot, unsuspending it at the end of your turn to protect it from an opponent's counter attack. Target Gilmon for deletion with this card, and then it doesn't even cost you a memory to unsuspend your Digimon, and then if that Digimon is Chaos Gallimon, you can bring that Gilmon right back. So this is a great card to have in your deck when you feel you need to get that last big swing in, maybe deleting a Digimon that can't attack itself to unsuspend your Digimon that can. And the card gets even more versatile when you look at its security effect, which reads security. You may play one level three purple Digimon card from your trash without paying its memory cost. Any on play effects on Digimon played with this effect don't activate. So you get an extra body back for nothing, which is a great effect. I'm a big fan of Demonic Disaster. I expect to see it get played in more than a few decks, especially purple one turn kill builds. Revive from the darkness. Next is this really cool option card. It's four to play and reads delete one of your purple Digimon. Then you may play one level five or lower purple Digimon from your trash without paying its memory cost. Any on play effects on Digimon played with this effect don't activate. Now this card doesn't seem very good until you realize that it can bring back up to a level five. Trading a level three on board for a level five in your trash can be very good. Unfortunately, the effect doesn't activate out of security, just adds it to your hand. So that's the key factor stopping this card from being great in my opinion. Don't get me wrong, as a 1 or 2 off tech I think it can do really well, but it's just too expensive and too slow in most cases to be anything more than just a 1 or 2 of. And our final new purple card is Earthshaker. Earthshaker costs 6 to play. And it says, delete one of your opponent's unsuspended level 4 Digimon and delete one of your opponent's unsuspended level 5 Digimon. Now I mostly wanted to talk about this card to offer an explanation of its effect which I've seen a lot of people be very confused about. Now, Digimon operates under a kind of do-as-much-as-you-can system when it comes to your effects. That's why with cards like the new BT5 Argumon, which reveals three cards from the top of your deck and then says it lets you add a Digimon with Greymon in its name and a Digimon with Omnimon in its name from among them to your hand, you still get to add a card even if you reveal a Greymon but no Omnimon. You do as much of the effect as you are able to do. This also means you can activate effects even with no valid targets. It just means you pay the cost and the effect does nothing. So with Earthshaker, even if your opponent has an unsuspended level 4 but no unsuspended level 5s, you can still use it to delete the level 4. But if your opponent did have both an unsuspended level 4 and an unsuspended level 5, you would need to delete both. You do as much of the card as you can. So if you have two valid targets, you have to target both. The only exception to this is if the effect says up to, then you can choose how many targets you hit. The actual card Earthshaker itself is not bad, especially when you can delete two Digimon with it. I like to partner it with Plutomon, which can play it for free when it digivolves. But the targetable Digimon have to be a specific level and unsuspended, so it's far from a perfect removal option. And finally, we come to white. Now, white is not really a color identity in the game as much as the other six. White effects and white Digimon tend to belong to either no color or multiple colors, and often it's just level sevens that are white. Interestingly, though, in addition to white Digimon, which we've seen in the past, this set, we're also getting our first white option cards and white tamers. The options work just like options of any other color, meaning you need to have a white tamer or Digimon in play to use them. 
White cards tend to have really generic abilities not tied to any one colour, so they can slot into multiple strategies. Now that's not to say that white cards are weak. White's tamers in this set might be some of the best we've seen. But first, let's start with the new white Digimon. Our first white Digimon is Armageddon. Armageddon is a new level 7 Digimon for the Diaboramon line. Armageddon costs 15 to play, 3 to Digivolve from either a level 6 black or level 6 white Digimon. So it can Digivolve from Diaboramon, which is white and level 6. And it has 15,000 DP, which is the first Digimon we've seen that doesn't have Omnimon in its name that has that much power. And for just 3 to Digivolve, that's a pretty good rate. Armageddon also has some very cool effects to go with it. First it has when playing this card from your hand, you may delete one of your Diaboramon to reduce this card's play cost by 12. So by deleting a Diaboramon, and remember your token Diaboramon also count for this, you can play Armageddon from your hand for just 3 memory. Not only that, it has Rush, so it can attack the turn it comes into play. Hitting your opponent for 15,000 DP out of nowhere just by sacrificing a token feels very, very good. Finally, Armageddon has all turns the when digivolving effects on level 7 Digimon don't activate. Now this really shuts down a lot of strategies. It stops your opponent's Omnimon from deleting any Digimon, stops Chaosmon from removing your Digimon, keeps Ragnarlordmon from letting your opponent gain their memory back. Getting Armageddon onto the field, especially BT5, can disrupt a lot of strategies, or at worst, it can turn off your opponent's best removal effects. This is a great addition to the Diaboromon line, gives it a very strong top end that has relevant effects for the meta. Next, we have our first brand new Omnimon. This Omnimon is a level 7 that costs 15 to play, just 4 to Digivolve from a red or a blue level 6, and it has 14,000 DP. It also has a couple of cool effects that work to make this a very aggressive card. First, Omnimon has when digivolving Blitz. Now just a quick reminder, Blitz is our new keyword for BT5, which says this Digimon can attack when your opponent has one or more memory. So this is a really cool keyword that we kind of saw a preview of in Chaosmon from the previous set. When you digivolve into a Digimon with Blitz, even if the memory counter then goes over to your opponent's side, you can still declare an attack with that Digimon before your opponent gets control of the turn. And this is made all the more powerful by Omnimon's next effect, which reads when digivolving, unsuspend this Digimon. Because both, both of these effects happen on the same timing, you can choose which to activate first, which gives you a huge amount of flexibility with Omnimon. You could attack with your level 6, Digivolve to Omnimon, unsuspend it with its effect, then attack with its Blitz effect. Or if the Digimon's already unsuspended, you can Digivolve to Omnimon, uns attack with Blitz, and then unsuspend it so your opponent can't delete it in a counterattack. I'm a big fan of cards like this that are really open-ended with how to use them so they can work with multiple strategies. Lastly, Omnimon has all turns. If an opponent's effect would delete this Digimon or return it to its owner's hand or deck, you may prevent it from leaving play by trashing a level 6 Digimon card in this Digimon's Digivolution cards. This is really great protection for what would otherwise be a really tempting target for your opponent's removal. It doesn't protect Omnimon from being deleted in battle or from being deleted by having its DP reduced to zero, but it does protect it from your opponent's Gaia Forces and Hell's Gates, that sort of thing. Play this in a Shoutmon DX deck or any kind of deck like that where you're adding multiple level 6s to your Digimon sources to really make this impossible for your opponent to remove. 
Next, we have another new Omnimon, Omnimon Zwart. Omnimon Zwart is a level 7. It costs 15 to play, 6 to Digivolve from either a black or a purple level 6, has 15,000 DP, and has two effects. First, it has when Digivolving, trash the top three cards of your deck. Then, you may play up to two black or purple Digimon cards with play costs of 8 or less from your trash without paying their memory costs. Digivolve onto Omnimon Zwart, and it brings two level 5s with it from your trash. That's an enormous amount of value. I don't know why I said Zvart there. Omnimon Zwart, Zvart's, Zwart's second ability reads, When attacking, you may return one level 6 Digimon card from this Digimon's Digivolution cards to your hand to delete one of your opponent's unsuspended Digimon that has a play cost of 12 or less. This can more or less delete any Digimon level 6 or below, which is fantastic. Zvart is a huge new level 7 for purple and black decks. These are... Some truly awesome things that you can do with Zwart in a purple deck, for example. And although I haven't seen it used in a black deck personally, I have no doubt that there's very good there as well. Omnimon Zwart is a win condition in many of the best new decks in the format. It's definitely a card to keep an eye on. Our next card is another white level 7, Omnimon X Antibody. Omnimon X Antibody costs 15 to play, 6 to Digivolve from a red or a blue level 6, has 15,000 DP, and has 3 effects. Firstly, it has your Digimon with Omnimon in its name can Digivolve into this card in your hand for a memory cost of 3, ignoring this card's Digivolution requirements. This is a potent effect on this card. 3 memory is much easier to get to than 6 memory, and often you'll want to be able to attack with this Digimon on the same turn you get it onto the field. X Antibody's second effect reads, when attacking, Delete one of your opponent's Digimon with DP less than or equal to this Digimon's DP. This will delete almost any Digimon since X Antibody has 15,000 DP, which is currently the most that any Digimon naturally has. This is very efficient removal. X Antibody's last ability says, Opponent's turn, when your opponent's Digimon attacks, you may trash two of this Digimon's Digivolution cards to end the attack. If you've Digivolved Omnimon X Antibody all the way up from level 2, a full stack, you can use this effect three times. That's three attacks from your opponent that you can simply stop. Your opponent will still get their Digimon's when attacking effect, but otherwise you take no damage and you don't lose your Digimon. If you don't end the game when you get this Digimon into play, you at least end up in a really strong position denying your opponent's attacks. This is a really cool Digimon, but you don't need too many copies in a deck. One or two will suffice. We have one last Omnimon to talk about, but it's one of my favourites. Omnimon Zwart Defeat. Zwart Defeat costs 15 to play, 3 to Digivolve from either a purple or a black level 6, has 13,000 DP, weak for an Omnimon, and has 3 effects. It has When Digivolving effect that reads, When Digivolving, delete one of your opponent's Tamers. This is the first time we've seen a an effect that straight up removes an opponent's tamer. Up until now, tamers have been untouchable. But with this set, we have some very strong tamers that need to be checked. Your opponent will not be ready for you to remove their vital tamer. Zwart Defeat also has On Deletion, delete one of your opponent's Digimon. This is a great effect on a powerful Digimon. Your opponent will have to make a difficult choice between deleting your huge attacker and losing their Digimon in the process, or leaving it to keep making huge attacks against them. But it's this third effect that makes Zwart Defeat so appealing to me. Zwart Defeat's final effect reads Security. The attacking Digimon does not battle this Security Digimon. 
play this card without paying its memory cost. This Digimon can come in out of nowhere, a 13,000 DP body onto the board for free, and your opponent will have a hard time removing it thanks to its on-deletion effect. This is a really fun card and your opponents are going to struggle to be ready for it. In addition to white Digimon, we are getting two white option cards in BT5, and the first is Mega Digimon Fusion. Mega Digimon Fusion costs zero memory to play and reads main. The next time one of your Digimon Digivolves from level 6 to level 7 this turn, reduce the memory cost of the Digivolution by 6. At the end of the turn, return the Digimon that Digivolved with this effect to the bottom of its owner's deck. Trash all of the Digivolution cards of that Digimon. Since there are no level 7s that cost more than 6 to Digivolve, this makes any Digivolution into a level 7 Digimon free. You have to remove the Digimon at the end of your turn, but given how powerful most level 7s tend to be, this is hardly a huge price. You'll likely have either defeated your opponent or put them into an unrecoverable position in any case. This card is especially powerful in purple decks that can use it to Digivolve into Omnimon Zwart, letting you Digivolve to your level 7 and add two Digimon to your field for zero memory. You do need either a white Digimon or a white Tamer card in play to use this option, but the white Tamers are very good, so that's not really a hardship. Most decks that want Mega Digimon Fusion will also want at least one of the new white Tamer cards. This card is very good now, and it's only going to get better. Cost reduction is already really powerful, and reducing one of the biggest costs in the game to zero is ridiculous. Next, we have our second white option card, All Delete. All Delete costs 10 memory to play and reads you may return one of your Digimon with Omnimon in its name to its owner's hand to delete all Digimon and Tamers. Trash all of the Digivolution cards of the Digimon you returned with this effect. We have had cards that remove a single target, we've had cards that remove multiple targets, but All Delete is the first card we have that can remove everything. Of course it removes all of your things as well as your opponents and it costs an enormous amount of memory leaving you almost certainly behind as your opponent will get control of the turn and get a chance to rebuild first but there's still a really compelling reason to actually run this card. It is very, very cool. Slap down and all delete and watch as everything on the board including tamers is wiped. That's worth the price of admission in my book. But in all seriousness apart from the meme factor there's not much reason to play this right now. That said, I will stick this one in the might be good in the future pile because it's such a unique effect. We can't predict how the evolving meta might shape this card. Finally, in addition to our first white option cards, BT5 also brings us our first white tamers. And what's great about the white tamer cards is that while tamers usually only trigger with or affect Digimon of a matching color, the new white tamer cards aren't color specific so they can slot into multiple decks. So first up is Takumi Aiba. Takumi Aiba costs 2 to play and has 2 effects. First, it has your turn. When one of your Digimon Digivolves, you may suspend this Tamer to trigger draw 1. That's right, having Takumi on the field means that in addition to the card you automatically draw when you Digivolve, you get to draw a second card. That's a huge amount of card advantage for very cheap, just 2 memory. Takumi has a second effect as well, which reads, All turns, all level 3 Digimon gain when attacking, lose 1 memory. So Takumi makes it very difficult for both you and your opponent to rush with level 3 since each attack with a level 3 costs 1 memory. This can quickly add up for some decks. If you're worried about being rushed out it can be worth playing Takumi to stall your opponents and help you find your pieces that much quicker with the extra draw. This is an awesome card. 
Next we have Nokia Shiramine. Nokia costs three to play and has on play. You may play one Argumon or Garbumon from your hand without paying its memory cost. Now, since Argumon and Garbumon are both level threes, that doesn't usually save you a lot of memory unless you're playing that five cost promo Argumon. But getting not just a Digimon but also a relevant tamer onto the field for three is a good deal and Nokia can be very relevant. Nokia's second ability reads main when digivolving one of your Digimon into a Digimon card in your hand with Garurumon, Omnimon or Greymon in its name, you may suspend this tamer to reduce the memory cost of the Digivolution by one. So with Nokia on board, if you're playing a lot of Greymon or Garurumon, you'll save a lot of memory over the course of a game. One of my favourite combos with Nokia is combining it with the BT5 Greymon that costs 2 to Digivolve but gives you a memory back when you Digivolve it onto an Argumon. You combine that effect with Nokia reducing its cost by 1 and you have a level 4 that Digivolves for a net 0 memory which is fantastic. If you're running a Greymon, Garurumon or Omnimon strategy you will want to take a look at Nokia. And our final card that we're going to look at for BT5 is Tai Kamiya and Matt Ishida, or Tai and Matt. Tai and Matt costs 4 to play and has 2 effects. First, it has start of your turn. If your opponent has a level 6 or higher Digimon in play, gain 2 memory. Especially in the late game, this is going to trigger very consistently, giving you plenty of extra memory. The great benefit to this over memory tamers is that this gives you the extra memory no matter what you start your turn at. So at worst you will still have three memory to start your turn, but there's no upper limit if your opponent leaves you enough memory. Secondly, Ty and Matt has your turn. All of your Digimon with Omnimon in their names gain security attack plus one. This is a great tamer for an Omnimon strategy, and because of the addition of Omnimon's wart to the game, it could fit in not just blue and red decks, but black and purple decks as well. A great tamer to use if you're running Omnimon at all, especially since its memory boost will trigger so consistently. That brings us to the end of our set review. Battle of Omni has some exceptionally cool cards, and I'm really excited about all the new decks that it opens up. Some old strategies like Diaboromon and Imperial Dramon get new life, either in the form of specific support or just new cards that happen to fit well, and some of the new strategies are really cool. I'd say that the decks that I'm most keen to play in BT5 are Shout One Red and Chaos Gallant One Purple, but I'll definitely be trying to build a deck for all six colours because they all have such interesting, cool strategies. Alright, you have definitely heard enough from me. Now I would like to hear from you. Our listener question of the week is, what do you think about the addition of white tamers and white option cards? Is this a fun new direction for the game, or should white have stayed a complete non-colour identity? Tweet your answers at me or post them in the Memory Gauge Facebook group. I would love to hear your thoughts. If you have any questions, feedback, comments or concerns, tweet at me at ConnorEFMG or email me at MemoryGagePodcast at gmail.com or join our Facebook group, Memory Gauge Podcast, or join our Discord. Links are in the show notes. I am always happy to hear from you listeners. New episodes come out each and every week, so be sure to follow the Memory Gauge Podcast on your podcast service of choice to stay up to date. Thank you so much for listening. This is the Memory Gauge, logging out.